This is David Lee for the James Swan Dossier and it's the 23rd of January 2019 unless I'm very much mistaken which uh, given my state at the moment is quite possible. Um, thanks for watching or listening whichever way you're experiencing this and uh, today I just wanted to um, think back to uh, License to Kill for uh, just a moment. Um, I don't know if you remember the poster, it's uh, got a blue background, Timothy Dalton on the front and it says James Bond is out on his own and he's out for revenge. Um, that really was the, the first time that Bond had taken on a, a personal mission, well with the exception maybe of uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service I suppose. Um, it was the first time really he'd, he'd gone rogue though properly. Um, Moonraker, Moonraker had um, an element of that after things went wrong in Venice uh, with Drax's lab, um, but um, it's the first time that an entire film was dedicated to that. Fast forward a few years, uh, well ten in fact, um, to, no not ten, what am I talking about? What's that? Thirteen years uh, with uh, Die Another Day and once again uh, Bond uh, Bond operates outside of his remit, remit as a double O agent and uh, it's, it becomes personal. Okay, so we wait a few more years and then we have Daniel Craig on board as James Bond and then what happens? Bond goes rogue for part of the film. And then they can't leave it at that. Quantum of Solace, Bond goes rogue. Okay. Then what happens in Skyfall? Bond goes rogue. What happens in Spectre? Bond goes rogue. Enough. Enough. Come on. There must be something else that can be explored here. Okay. That's my rant. Uh, what do you think? Get in contact if you think I'm right with that. Or if you want to see more uh, rogue James Bond, then that's fine, I guess. But it's just something I don't appreciate. Okay. See you tomorrow.